Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 33 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast brought to you by PJS and Co CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today we are talking about how to stay connected while working from home. We've broken this down into three main areas. One, staying connected with your team if you, you know, are running a team from home, if you're part of a team working from home, distributed teams can be a little difficult in that way. So we wanted to put together some tips on that. Number two, staying connected with your support system of family and friends. And number three, staying connected with yourself. So we know just in general, working from home can feel isolating at times. And especially currently, you know, what we're going through everybody during this coronavirus situation, a lot of people were thrown into a work from home situation. Uh, that they weren't really prepared for. And having to just stay within the confines of your house makes it obviously feel even more isolating. So these tips are good for just in general, but especially right now, it's really pertinent. Uh, so we wanted to put that stuff together for you. So joining me today is our extroverted CPA, Jamie Johnson. I've been called a lot of things. I'll, I'll take extroverted. <laughs> That's probably one of the nicer terms. <laughs> Well, when thinking of which of the partners to bring on, I think everybody kind of was in line with, yep, Jamie needs to be the one to to do the Stay Connected <laughs> episode. Because <laughs> I know you really look forward to being out with people and you just, you know, you, I think, crave that the most, that human connection as far as like in person. Yeah. You know, that meme that says, check on your extroverted friends. That's, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Very much. <laughs> All right. So the first item that we want to tackle is staying connected with your team. So let's chat a little bit about some of the channels available to business owners or, you know, management um, that they can use to stay connected. Absolutely. You know, we, we use, we use two um, platforms, I guess you could say we use zoom and we use GoToMeeting um, to conduct a lot of our, our, uh, our meetings. We have like twice a meeting, team meetings and everything. But, you know, during this situation, even for us that this is normal, we're trying to make extra efforts to even more stay connected with our team because, you know, the situation is just very different. Um, I mean, I think that there's, you can bug people too much, but I also think it's good for them. I I worry about our country mentally um, and their, their mental status after this, even the people that are very mentally strong um, because this can just get to you so very quickly. So um, having those touch-ins, even if it's just a, um, you know, even if it's just an optional check-in, you know, hey, let's just get together and let's just hang out for 20 minutes and, and talk about, you know, maybe have a topic or anything just to, if people want to, they have the ability to. So um, another thing that we typically do is um, we use Slack as well, and we have different channels um, that we use, Megan, you can probably speak to the channels a little bit more. I'm not fantastic about 
posting. I've tried to be a lot better. Um, but this is the way that our team actually uses to, you know, post pictures about, you know, what maybe like what our families are doing or a trip we took or um, just various things along the way. And it just that interaction um, it's kind of like a private Facebook, I guess, maybe you could say just like a private Facebook group to a degree. Um, but it's a whole, but we can like have all of these channels. So if you have different teams or if you have, you know, you want to talk as an organization as a whole. So, you know, you have to find what works for you and, um, and how you stay connected with all of that. So like I mentioned before, like regular meetings with your teams um, is, is definitely something, you know, maybe you have mandatory and, and optional ones um, so that you can just, just keep everything light, keep it, um, you know, what on task and what needs to be done too. So, and then encouraging mental health breaks. I know, I know I personally just being a hundred percent transparent, like two Fridays ago, I just kind of hit a roadblock. Um, actually, I don't know, it might have been last Friday or the Friday before. I can't see all my days start to run Friday, together. Run together now. Yeah. <laughs> the kids aren't in school. <laughs> and I just, I hit a point where I woke up and it just, the reality of, of what is going on kind of really sat in and I got, I knew how much it was affecting our clients, my family, um, you know, my extended family. I My family has a lot of small businesses. Um, and I just got really blue. I got really kind of sad and, and I couldn't quite get past it. I mean, I was on the verge. I felt like I was on the verge of tears all morning long. And I kept trying to take a deep breath in and I just, I couldn't, like, I just couldn't quite get a hold of myself. And I would consider myself a fairly mentally strong person. And I know that I've, I'm feeling that there's probably a lot of others that are feeling the same exact way. My grandpa used to say, well, you're running about normal. Yeah. I think it's really important for us to do what we can to really be cognizant to take care of, of ourselves so that we're able to take care of others and our families and, um, and our jobs for what we need. Because even with everything that's going on, nothing's guaranteed right now. So I think having as much of our A game on as we can doesn't mean perfection, I think is going to, to help us in the long run personally, you know, professionally. Yeah. And I think as a leader, you know, I know you sent out just a team-wide email to everybody to just keep tabs on yourself, you know, like check in with yourself. If you're having a hard time, don't be afraid to take a few hours out and, you know, take a deep breath. And I appreciated that email coming through because I think, you know, it was probably the same day or like lag time by a day that we pretty much hit the same wall of like just overwhelm and so much information coming at us so quickly and changing so quickly that it's just, it's a lot. And, you know, it's not even just our county or our state or our nation. It's the entire world going through all this. So it's, it's big. It's a lot. So, you know, I, I appreciate that you as a leader of the company. And I think that's important to stress in this staying connected with your team is also letting your team know, Hey, I know this is a lot right now. Take some time away from your desk. If you need to, you know, go out, walk the dog, get some fresh air, you know, do what you need to do so that you can focus when you need to. And then in addition to that, 
I wanted to circle back to the, you know, Zoom and GoToMeeting because we do use those not only for the business topics, and I know you touched on it, but um, just highlighting that we also use that for just like happy hours, you know, fun things too. It doesn't ha- all have to be business focused. Yes, we need to get things done. Yes, we need to discuss business. And I think that's where everyone's minds initially go, right? Just how am I going to stay connected with my team? How are we still going to get things done? But you also need that other component so that you have the the teamwork that you need in order to get that collaboration going too, you know, because it can't always be a hundred percent business. You need some of that relational uh, connection too, you know, to share what you're doing, share what your what projects you have going on the house. You know, I know here with my two girls, we're getting crafty over here. So we got stuff going on that we're, we're doing. So, you know, just to share some of that stuff. And that's what we do on Slack, you know, like you were talking about with the different channels, it's important to not only have, business, but also some of that personal connection too. Yeah, it's, it's really important. And I think, you know, not everything personally is for the whole world to know, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think we all have our moments. I think there's a way to be real without being so, um, I think there are some things you still need to guard and everything, but I also think that there are things that, make you relational, like when I, or make you transparent and make you human. Um, you know, and it's, I, I did, I sent that when I sent that email out on that Friday and I was like, I'm just having, I'm just having a really hard day. And I, it really made me kind of step back and think about our team, our clients, the families of our team and clients, you know, and whoever else, like all of this, um, Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a strain. It's a strain. And it's a, like you said, like it's new information coming at us hourly. You know, sometimes I swear by the minute. So yeah, so I think Mm -hmm. it's, I think it's important for us to be transparent with one another when we really do need, um, you know, a break and a breath and a, you know, if you feel like people need to know that, you know, just, just communication. I think right now we can't per se over communicate. So Um, And everybody's going to hit it in different waves at different times with different, you know, depending on their schedules, depending on things that are going on. I know Adam's had some really high stress situations at work. He's he's against a really big deadline right now. And obviously it's tax season and we're trying to put out all of this information. Um, And sometimes it feels like there's like it just feels like the world's kind of caving in to a degree. Um, And it's not. (laughs) It may feel like it. But this too shall pass and, yep. and everything. So I think just understanding and and for us just to take a breath and to step back and to go, it's going to be all right. Let's take this piece by piece. And just because you can't get somebody an answer within five minutes doesn't mean it's not our responsibility. And at the end of the day, you're the only person that can grade your own papers to, to a degree um, from a personal perspective on what you need. Um, so be honest with yourself and, when even in those moments of weakness that, you know, you find gain your strength back, however that may be. So. Yeah. So our second staying connected is staying connected with your support system. And by that, we mean friends and family, Um, because not only are you concerned about work, uh, but you have that friends and family component and thank God for technology. I mean, that was pertinent for our team section too, but I mean, I can't imagine having all of this happen without things like Zoom or FaceTime or, you know, all of these things that we have available to us now. 
And obviously, and we're kind of doing this twofold because I think a lot of this applies just working from home in general, but with the self-quarantine situation that we have right now, a lot of these things are having to happen using technology with friends and family because you may be close enough to them to visit them, but we don't have that opportunity. So I want to chat a little bit about some of the technology that everybody's been using to stay connected. Yeah, I mean, we're iPhone users in my family, so we do a lot about FaceTime. We do a lot of FaceTime, and I think mm-hmm. right now um, I FaceTime before with like my sister, my sister-in-law, my mom. Um, but I think you can get up to like ten people, I think, um, from FaceTime. I think um, so. We use we use FaceTime a lot. Uh, just I might record something like if I want to. Like Adeline is now using. She's our four-year-old, and she's using air quotes. <laughs> And so I recorded her using the air quotes first. She goes, Cora, I'm not really lying. And I know you can't see my face right now, but she used air quotes the entire time that she was talking and say they were used so inappropriately. And I, but it was so funny. So like I documented it using video at first because I wanted to capture that so I could like right. go back and watch it. But then I FaceTimed my little sister and I was like, I'm sorry, but I, she's like, did you record this? I'm like, I record, and she's a, she's a photographer and like photojournalist and stuff. So she's like, did you document this? I said, yes, I documented this. She's like, okay, good. (laughs) But so there's all of these little things that like, you know, use this time to, you know, like just send it, record the video and send it out to your family and everything on top of, you know, FaceTime. I know you said you use Marco Polo, which I'm not familiar with that one. Um, But I mean, even just sending somebody a text and being super personal and how are you guys doing? Do you need anything? Um, I know sometimes people are sharing these messages on Facebook and it's so funny because the first time I see it, I'm like, oh, that's a nice post. And then I see another person, you copy and paste it and it becomes less personal and personal and less personal. Not to say don't do that and everything, but I think there's nothing more like caring than to say, how are you hanging in there? You know, um, and so I, you know, just having that, that moment of like personal connection, like you said, that total relational component, um, that you care, you know, sometimes I was getting frustrated at Adam the other day and I said, oh my gosh, like you're on your phone. What are you like? And he's like, well, I was just texting, you know, this one family in our church because I wanted to make sure they were okay. And I was like, okay. Humble pill swallowed. I won't nag at you anymore. And <laughs> then make sure somebody was okay. Um, yeah. And, you know, the responses, I think this is when we really build that, that bond because, you know, doing the right thing when nobody's looking and when it's not mm-hmm. for notoriety and it's not for the public to know, I think people, you start to see true colors. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned Marco Polo. Um, I've been using that for probably two years now. I start I I still only use it with mainly one of my friends because she was stationed in England with her husband. And it was a nice way because of the time change and the internet wasn't always super reliable. So we'd try to FaceTime and it got really laggy and it was just difficult. So Marco Polo allows you to send a little video message that the other person can just watch whenever they're available. So yeah. it's kind of like FaceTime, but with a lag. So like that our kids could still see each other. And so they still know each other, which is awesome. Like I've known her since we were 12. So she's basically like my sister. So for her to move away with her boys was 
hard, but the kids still know each other and they still talk to each other, which is amazing. And now they live up north here in California, about six hours north of us. Um, but so obviously we don't still get to see them face to face a whole lot, but we can hop on Marco Polo and the kids can show like each other what they're doing or what they're learning in school. And, you know, we can still have that relationship, which is really cool. So I think a lot more people are using it now with the quarantine situation, but it's just a cool um, way to be able to talk to somebody maybe in a different time zone than you. And it's hard to, you know, find the time to talk um, because then you can just watch it whenever you're available. That's really cool. I've never heard of that. So yeah, that's that's really nice. Yeah. So we also wanted to talk about some ideas to keep your sanity with your family because a lot of people have their partners at home and their kids at home for the first time, you know, all the time. So you have some good ideas that you wanted to share with staying connected with your family and not losing your mind. (laughs) Yeah. I, you know, I think sometimes just from a mom perspective, I think we feel the burden to do the laundry, cook the meals, like everything, like just, just do it all. Right. And, um, I don't think, especially given everybody within four walls, I don't think uh, being responsible for even part of those is not you know, necessarily healthy for our sanity. Uh, yeah. So I know, I mean, we've got littler kids, um, you know, like two eight-year-olds and we've got um, a four-year-old. So, you know, obviously the four-year-olds kind of give and take, you never know exactly what you're going to get. I think I told her six times to put her clothes on this morning. So, um, <laughs> you know, we're trying, I looked at her and she yeah. goes, I know you told me to put my clothes on. I'm like, Yeah. You heard me. (laughs) (laughs) Close on. Um, So I think I've really tried to start incorporating them, like so in everything. And I and I always like I like to cook and bake a lot. And Mm -hmm. uh, so for me, Adam said always always said, don't put so much pressure on yourself to feel like you have to make this like great meal. You know, like it's okay for us to. But that's like that's who I am. Like that's how I grew up. That's what my family does. We cook and we bake and we have you know, good nutritious food. And it's all done for the most part, you know, by hand. Um, and anyways, so I've really tried to start really incorporating them. So a couple of things that we've done is we went, um, gardens are big. I grew up in the Midwest and so we have our own chickens. So we had our own eggs and then we would actually create our, um, plant our garden for in the, you know, the spring, obviously they're not planting up there yet. It's still just too cold. Um, still have frost and stuff, but down here in Texas, (laughs) it's nice and warm right now and we're getting plenty of rain. So we actually went and picked up some nice tomato plants and we planted, I planted a herb garden. I've got a little, um, half oval, but it also kind of provides them a good life lesson of like watching and being responsible for something and watching it grow and watching, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of the fruits of your labor and it's so applicable in your life and yet it provides science. You know, I know my kids are doing a lot of like, you know, what, what a plants need, what do animals need, what kind of habitats do they live in? And I feel yeah. like, I mean, even as adult, uh, I know we were chatting beforehand, like, I can't tell you how many times that within, you know, that garden and hoeing it and preparing it and planting it and keeping the weeds out of it and making sure that, you know, you don't water it in the ins and the outs of all these little nuances, things that are so applicable. Um, for so many life lessons of, you know, 
pulling the weeds, pulling the weeds out of our life, pulling the weeds out of the garden and making sure that plant has healthy, good soil to live in and grow in. And, um, you know, and then when it comes to fruition, it doesn't happen overnight and everything. So there's so many, I feel like there's so many lessons within that, um, that we can teach our kids that we don't normally really have the time, I guess. I use my air quotes now. <laughs> and families, um, we, we are so busy. And so that's so hard. So take this time to like, to talk through that, you know, or to try your hand at something new. Um, you know, but also like we have bananas that are going bad. So, Hey, let's find a recipe. Ooh, yeah, that looks really good. Okay. Let's try it together. So mm -hmm. all three of my kids are big on helping, um, when it comes to cooking and baking and everything, they love good. to help. Um, yeah. so like, and having them and while you're doing something from the cooking angle that they can't do, have them set the table. Like, you know, just every, if everybody helps just a little bit and you set some procedures in place, you know, and understanding to be proactive and take initiative, like those are good adult qualities. Like nobody mm -hmm. likes an adult that can't see what to do or can't solve a problem or <laughs> has no right. appreciation. Like, I feel like that just really inherently builds um, our kids as really strong adults. So I, these, these are times that we can reiterate and there's frustrating times. Like, you know, I, I think I told you this too, like Wyatt had trouble getting dressed this morning. Like five times I had to tell him, um, you know, but it's just, and they're going to have those moments, their kids, you know, yeah. but regardless, those are going to be there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're just, they are, it's like the last, I, I think it's um, the last part of the brain to develop is the front. And it's like, has to do with like remembering and forgetfulness. Mm -hmm. you know, because They do, they get, I mean, us as adults get sidetracked easily and you know, kids, when that part of their brain is really not developed, it just takes a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just really incorporating them from a laundry perspective, like my kids by eight 30, they have to be dressed. They have to have their chores done, um, which is like laundry, dishwasher unloaded, um, teeth brushed, breakfast done. Like they know by eight 30, that's what they have to do. And it's not every day that they're perfect with it, but, um, you know, having that in their mind that they have to be cognizant of and, and mindful of something else. And get all of their tasks done, then it, it gives them structure. So just sharing the responsibilities in your house, just really find, find creative, positive ways to kind of pivot and to kind of give that, even if you have to put a little quarter for everything that's done or anything, I don't, you know, depending on what works for your family, but I feel like that alleviates a lot of stress in my life of feeling that as well. So, and they're good life skills for the kids. Really good. Yeah. Well, and from what I've seen too, with my own, and they're still little too, you know, Brooklyn will be five in a couple of weeks here and my youngest is two, but like just teaching them those things, you know, like we were teaching her to sew like yesterday and they get, they have that independence that they can be proud of too. Like when they finish something, they take pride in it. You know, like she was so excited. She wore that whole mat, the mask that we made the whole day yesterday. And she wanted to FaceTime grandma and show grandma and FaceTime Oma and, you know, show it off. So I think that it gives them something to be proud of too, that they can do something on their own. Yep. Absolutely. It does. And then we don't want to forget about social media too. It's there and we can share our life with family and friends there and still have that connection and communication. It's not necessarily as personal as a FaceTime call or, you know, the Marco Polo or things like that, that we were talking about, but you have that outlet that you can connect with people there too. 
Yeah. You know, I think especially some of even older generation, um, I know, you know, some of like aunts and uncles and, and such, I mean, they do, they just, sometimes I'm, I'm not, I'm a really bad, I don't post a ton. Um, and, but when I do post, it seems like, you know, they're, they're common, they're on there. Like they, they live for those moments when you get a, they get to see more pictures of the kids or anything. So, um, and even if you just send them a couple, you know, even like with social media, you know, if you don't want to post a bunch of times, like maybe you make a, a family group message, you know, in Facebook and being able to kind of share them there or creating yeah. a separate page that, you know, all the family can share photos of the kids. So you're not necessarily inundating everybody on all of your friends list on Facebook, but right. you know, you can kind of get um, the meat of your family, you know, too. So. Well, and then another thing that we wanted to talk about is finding creative ways to carry forward with traditions. Like I mentioned, our daughter, our oldest is going to be five in a couple weeks here. And we just had to break the news to her because the, uh, the quarantine was carried forward until the end of April that we're not going to be able to have an in-person birthday party like we normally do. So I set up a Zoom meeting. I created a free Zoom account set up a Zoom meeting, and then created a Facebook invite with the Zoom link in there um, so that all of our family that we normally invite can still hop on and sing happy birthday. And, you know, maybe we can open a couple presents on there so that everybody still gets to see her. And then we promised, you know, in the summer, hopefully when all this is done, we can have a pool party. So just trying to find creative ways to still have those celebrations in kind of awkward new and she's gonna be five so she'll probably remember hey remember my fifth birthday during quarantine when we had a computer birthday (laughs) like well I think it teaches them innovation and trying to find another way to do things um too like finding alternatives like I feel like we we kind of live in a bratty society right so everything's at our fingertips we always get to do what we want we always get what we want Um, and I feel like it's kind of teaching them a different level of patience and, uh, perseverance in this, in this era. Um, you know, even Wyatt was saying, he's like, can I just, can't we just go to target? And I was like, no. And I've been very adamant about not taking the kids to target. And you know what I mean? Just not, there doesn't need to be any more exposure than we need to. So, I mean, obviously we're limiting what we have to go out and do and, and everything. We're pretty much just here. Um, but it's hard. It's a hard thing for them to understand, but like it teaches them a different level of patience. And like I said, perseverance and everything. So, um, that sometimes everything just doesn't happen just because that's how we want it to happen. So I think, you know, having those moments where we have to find an alternate or alternate way, like even Wyatt this morning, I went to order a book. He had just got done with another book. And he said, do you mind if I order the next one in the series? And then he saw another book and he said, oh, I've been wanting that one. Well, Amazon happens to be delivering this week, which if you are ordering anything from Amazon, it's giving you like a two week delivery, anything. Um, And he reads a lot and they're going to be homeschooling for the rest of the year. And every week he's going through a chapter book at least. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. So I went ahead and ordered it and he looked at me and he goes, mom, you don't have to order every one of those. And I said, I'm not ordering every one of those, but like, it was just amazing that that has already kind of sunk in, in his head. Like we just can't go and get things right now at this point in time. Yeah. Um, but it gave me an early delivery date of Thursday. So I was like, okay, we're ordering this and it's $3 and 23 cents. Nice. nice. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, 
actually thankful for that time where we have to find something else that works and they have to find a different way, you know, that they've got to kind of persevere um, through different situations. So they definitely will build a different character in them. Yeah, definitely. So staying connected, you know, the third area that, you know, you had mentioned at the beginning was, you know, staying connected with yourself. And I think that sometimes, especially as parents, we kind of put ourselves last and we don't really take care of, of what we, we always take care of what we're required to first. And, um, you know, and I, you know, there's, I think there's an old cliche, you know, if you don't take care of yourself then you can't take care of others and which is very true. Um, but I think that, you know, still we want to take care of the household before we take care of ourselves. So I think giving yourself that time to kind of unplug and whatever that means, maybe it's at the end of an evening, maybe it's throughout the day after lunch, you know, that the kids all, you know, can just kind of disperse to their rooms, maybe take 30 minutes of reading and you can kind of get your game plan and kind of regroup. Maybe it's been a rough morning. Maybe it's been a smooth morning. I don't know. Um, you know, and just kind of taking those moments to kind of unplug yourself and unplug your mind. Um, and also like just when you wake up, when I like my mornings are so valuable to me, um, it's when I'm not needed. And it's when nobody's knocking at my door, uh, I can get my cup of coffee and I can kind of take a breath and kind of plan my day, get an idea of what I need to do. Um, you know, but when I take that 30 minutes to not worry about my to do's and I just take the time, maybe you take it to meditate. Um, I take the time to, to read up on my Bible and to pray and to just kind of give it that time. I do not do this every morning. So I am not professing <laughs> that I'm really good, but when I do this, my day seems to go so much smoother because mentally I'm preparing myself for the day. Um, and I'm really bad about taking that time in the morning to do that. Um, but I feel like it just, it gives me a piece that helps me and really assists me throughout the day. And it kind of stays with me. Uh, and I'm really bad about jumping in and just trying to get as much work and cramming as much work in my quiet time in the morning. And I really need to be better. And if you get up at six, maybe get up at five 30 and do this. Um, you know, whatever it is, you got to find what works for you. Right. Um, maybe your kids aren't to leave their rooms until seven 30. And so you wake up at seven and you know, they don't leave their rooms until I've heard parents do that before. And at first I was like, my goodness, you don't let them out of their rooms, but it's like, they need to get up and they either need to find a book to read and they can sit in their book, their bed and read and, and whatever, but they know they watch the clock and they know that they are to be in there until, you know, seven 30 or seven or whatever, hmm. um, whatever that is. So, um, so just, you know, taking time to kind of really self-reflect kind of, like I said, meditate, pray, whatever, whatever it is that you do that kind of can take you to a very calm place. Um, I think it's important for us to prioritize that and, and to let that be. So, yeah. And for me, I, you know, working from home and having both kids home with me normally, I, really enjoy finding hobbies that get me out of the house. Now this is normally when we're not in quarantine. Obviously this stuff is, I'm not doing it anymore right now, but I look forward to getting back to it. Um, I enjoy getting out of the house and I like jujitsu. I like, you know, even bringing the kids with us and going hiking, just get out of the house and get a change of scenery. Um, 
I think that's really important for me to stay connected with just myself and ground myself and get my exercise in and, you know, even staying home when I'm able to just get a workout in, even if it's, you know, 15, 20 minutes long, it gives me just an opportunity. I put in my earbuds and I can just get some of my anxiety and frustration out that way too. Um, And like you said, it's not something that I do every day. I would love to be better at it. It's something I strive to do every day, but it's, you know, it's a work in progress. (laughs) I think that's what we all are. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that leads us into our last point, right? Yeah. I mean, you just, you have to give yourself some grace and on top of everything else, you also have to give others grace. Uh, I think that's so important with all of this because everybody, everybody has a different threshold. And I think for, I think we have to remember that our kids have a different threshold. We have a different threshold. Our spouse, if, um, you know, has a different threshold and not expecting that perfection out of everybody and for everybody to be totally in sync all the time. Um, you know, it's just, we just have to, we have to give that grace and you won't ever regret giving that grace. And I think you would regret not giving the grace, um, you know, and finding those times and finding, finding the joy in this journey and finding the joy in slowing down and, finding a new way to incorporate things. I know I ordered a couple books um, that we're going to kind of try to set down as a family, just even for a half an hour to kind of reflect on the day or, you know, maybe things that, you know, the kids need to pray for, or that we need to be mindful of, or maybe something that they found out throughout the day that, you know, something really cool that they learned in their learning or when they were, cause they're happening to do like some research projects and stuff and watching them blossom. Um, because we don't ever get to see this time when our kids go to public school, we don't get to see this time of learning. And so I think this is something that you know, is precious that, that we need to look upon. It doesn't mean that it's not frustrating and it doesn't mean that it's, that it's going to be perfect. But I think finding that joy in the journey um, and what we're at and where we're on and, you know, starting some new habits and, and taking that time to take a breath and kind of hit the reset button in some way, shape or form, um, whatever that means in our lives. So Yeah, I think that's a perfect sentiment and way to wrap up this episode. Is there anything else that you want to drive home before we completely wrap up for today? Just hang in there. Uh, You know, everybody's in, everybody's kind of in the same boat, but in a different boat all at the same time. Um, So, you know, just, just hang in there and we'll all get through this together. Reach out if you have questions. I mean, we're here to help if you are a small business and, and you have questions by all means, please, please reach out, check out our other podcast episodes. Um, I know there's lots of webinars going on, so it can be overwhelming, but, you know, do what's good for you and your business and take, you know, just take care of your business and take care of yourself. Perfect. Well, keep the momentum going, keep your chin up and we will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.